and welcome to Look What You Made Me Read, the podcast all about books and forcing your best friend to read the books you want to read. I'm Val, joined as ever by Kat. That's me. That's you. (laughs) There was a weird pause there where I thought you weren't going to say anything. I'll be honest, I zoned out immediately when you started speaking. Fair enough. I mean, that's just normal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Your voice puts me in a trance. Oh, thank you so much. Very sweet. You're welcome. Uh, (laughs) Thank um, you for all the trances. Um, well, this week we're still in the um, slightly confusing switch around um, because it's your pick, which is The Maidens, but I'm going to be... But actually it's your pick now. <laughs> You've picked it now. Well, I yeah, now it's my pick, so... Yeah. <laughs> actually, um... it was always you. I never picked it. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, very smooth. Thanks. Uh... <laughs> um, but before we get into talking about the actual book, Kat, how are you? Oh, I'm dandy. Good. I'm good, you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm sorry, good. I'm like a slightly tired because we're doing this a little later than usual. I mean, it's not late, but it's right after work, so I'm just like... I mean, yeah, if anyone has the right to be tired, I think it's me because I'm like five <laughs> hours ahead of you. I wasn't so... saying I was... <laughs> It's not a competition. <laughs> I'm more tired than you, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, Val's more tired than me, guys. <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, it's been fine. It's been good. Um, I'm still not reading that much, but it's okay. Okay. It's okay, fair. but... I don't remember if I said it on the actual podcast or I just told you after we recorded the podcast last week that I was re- I was going to read a historical fiction that I'd started that day. Yes, you did mention it, yeah. It was on the podcast I mentioned it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that book was, like, so good. Lovely. But I feel like I just wanted to read more by that author and I've already read every single freaking book that author's put out. <laughs> so I'm like, <sighs> so I've been like struggling to find something that I'm like getting like really into. Yeah. I, it's just like, I feel like I'm in the mood for like, like I know what I'm not in the mood for. I just don't know what I'm in the mood for. <laughs> Yes, you have to like I'm read like, a bunch just to figure out what you're actually in the mood for. And I keep reading things I'm like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, I'm um, just being picky. I did read an interview with the vampire, which was pretty. Oh good. yeah, I saw on Goodreads. How was that compared to the it movie? Because I um, love the movie. I love the movie too. I thought the book it was really good, actually. Um, cool. I kind of want to rewatch the movie now because it's been like a few years for sure since I've last oh, yeah. watched Same. it. Yeah. But I do think like, like I love the movie. Uh, I think. The acting is great in the movie, like, especially Kirsten Dunst is, like, uh, like, the fact that a child is playing basically an adult. Yeah. I find that impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but the book was actually, I really enjoyed the book, like, potentially more than the movie. Oh, okay. Is it, it quite really... similar in terms of like? It's very similar. Yeah. Kind of just kind of gives more detail, but the movie was pretty accurate, I'd say. I I have to rewatch it. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, but it felt yeah. like I like while reading the books, I could remember certain scenes. Yeah, 
but uh, there was also like certain plots that I couldn't really remember from the film, but it could just be that I generally just don't remember them. <laughs> so I can't yeah. say for sure. I, for sure. I think the last time I watched that movie was like on a DVD, like in an actual yeah. DVD player kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. So it's de- definitely been a while. But I remember like I used to love it. And for some reason yeah. I was always like very attracted to Tom Cruise in that movie, even though I'm not attracted to Tom Cruise That's- ever. That's but a for some flag. reason, yeah, I know. <laughs> for some reason, I just remember being quite young and being like, "Yeah, fancy that." <laughs> it's it's the it's the blonde wig. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Love a half up, half down little do. I mean, um, that's like how I feel about Henry Cavill in The Witcher. <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> it's like a slightly more updated version of the same wig. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I have two things um, before we get into the book, Um, because I... Yeah, it was your week. uh, Yeah, it was good. Um, One thing was, I was just thinking... um, Never a good thing. About... (laughs) I can't even get my words out. Um, (laughs) That The Silent Patient is the first book I recommended, which I'm... Technically, you did, but I did. I mean, it's all confusing now. I did. (laughs) And you actually sure. rated it basically five stars. That's so, true. That's true. It yeah, was, I was very happy about that. I like how it, it's, it ended up being my pick. So it's like <laughs> taking credit away from you. But Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it so was... typical. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I was, I'm looking at my, my shelf that has all the podcast books. And yeah, that was mm. definitely my favorite of your recommendations. Or so, your I mean, choices or whatever. It can only go up from here, really. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just going to keep going up. <laughs> uh, um, the, la- the last thing you told me was pretty good, too. Yeah. Did we give that, what, a four? Four-ish? Four. That's yeah, four. We like that. Um, the other thing was I ended up watching Behind Her Eyes on Netflix, which is a book you oh, already mentioned on yes! this podcast. Yes! Oh my god, we love yeah. that. Let's discuss. <laughs> Let's discuss. <laughs> did you watch the show in the end, or did you just No, I never watched the show. Uh, okay. I, I might, it's the kind of thing where when I've read a book, I get the urge to watch the film or show or whatever, and... But I need like a couple months space between, or okay. else I I get bored watching it. Fair. Like I'm like I've just experienced this story. This is boring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I need like a few months. Like that's what I did with Pride and Prejudice and probably something else. And uh, but so I I kind of maybe want to watch a show, but like talk about it as much as you want. I've already had like a full conversation about the show versus the book. Uh, with yeah. my sister so okay I mean yeah I just thought I mean it's difficult because I've only watched the show you've only read the book but um I mean I think the ending was right crazy the ending is <laughs> it was insane like I uh like um spoiler alerts for everyone who hasn't read or watched behind her eyes and who wants to watch or read behind her eyes uh but it's like when, when, oh fuck, what's, what are their names? Oh god, um, I only watched so, it last week, I can't remember. Is it like Louise, the main character? Maybe. And yeah. then Ad- Adele is the Adele. 
Adele. Yeah. So when Adele takes over Louise's body, I was like, oh, what? And then you find out that Adele's been possessed like this whole time by that guy. Yep. Oh my God. I was like, I was shook. And then I was like, super shook. It was honestly insane. The moment when I realized and I was like, yeah. that's that fucking guy in her body. I was like, yes. Is that fucking insane? And in the yeah. show, they do like a really clever thing. So when they're, whenever they're doing their like astral projection, yeah, and you're like in the point of view of the person that's doing it. So each person is given like their own color. So like Adele was pink, oh. the guy was blue, I think, and Louise was like yellow. But you don't find out that he's blue and she's pink until like quite a while later in the series Uh, um and if you're paying attention like when you're in her pov throughout the beginning of the series like she's got a blue ring around her oh Um, okay and we didn't realize until the end and we were like wait she wasn't pink before she was blue so yeah oh that's crazy that's yeah that's a cool way of like interpreting it visually yeah and like very subtly as well yes 100 percent but yeah, I really enjoyed it. The ending is crazy. Yeah, yeah, um, I like, I loved the book. I really cool. Um, so yeah. yeah, I might read the book one day as well. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, I loved the book. I really enjoyed it. And yeah. I feel like um, I uh, one like one thing my sister said about the show is that she found the guy really unlikable, like the mm. husband or whatever. Yeah. And um, and I feel like in the book. Like, obviously, he's in the book, but um, he, I feel like like you, we don't see him and Louise meeting for the first time. We only hear about it through Louise's point of view after right. they've met. So yeah. you don't actually watch them, like, meeting and kind of her falling for him a little bit on that first meeting. You kind okay. of just interpret that scene in your own head. And when she tells you he's charming, you're like, okay, he's charming. But we're not yeah. experiencing it, so we don't have, like... Which I think is good because it's so easy to make a guy not charming. <laughs> so yeah. like, yeah. so it was easy to believe that she was really into this guy, right? Yeah. And, and without having that visual representation that you as a viewer, you're like, wait, I don't understand why everyone likes this guy so much, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I feel like because you can kind of interpret it, you're like, it's more, it's more vague in the book. So yeah. you can kind of interpret it the way you want, whether he That's is charming or not, I think kind of maybe works better. I don't know. Again, I haven't watched the show, but <laughs> that's just based off my, like, sister's uh, thoughts on the show. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't think anyone in the show is particularly likable. Um, yeah. They, I mean, it's, they it's all not make, so like, much... terrible decisions all the yeah. time. I think the idea wasn't so much, like, likability or anything like that, but because, like... Louise is really into this guy, right? And and my sister was like watching the show, being like, "But why, why though?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas in the book, like, you don't get as much of him, so you just trust her thoughts on fair him, enough you know? without yeah, making yeah, yeah. your own opinion. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you should watch the show eventually, and I'll read the book, and then we'll have another eventually. Discussion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, sounds good <laughs> did you have anything else yeah um i want to <laughs> so i i've been looking for french books to buy because i oh, want to okay. practice my french and like fun 
Because I I know French. I can speak French, but I'm like, <laughs> I know French. I know uh, French. I, trust me. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm losing it from lack of use. And so yeah. I was like, oh, well, reading would be a good way of kind of like getting back into it because I'm really bad at spelling in French and making sentences and my grammar, whatever. It's all horrible. Uh, but I can, you know, string a sentence together. <laughs> um, and anyway, so I've been looking at books to read in French and I've been kind of looking at my favorite books and just getting the French versions of them so I could read mm. them in French or in English or whatever. So I was, so uh, turns out Red, White and Royal Blue is coming out soon with a French version. And I want you to try and guess the name of the book in French. (laughs) Fucking hell. I know it Uh, seems like it'd be impossible, but I'm saying this because the title of the French version of Red, White, and Royal Blue (laughs) is absurd. Oh, okay. So it's not just Red, White, because I was going to try. I was like, what's the French word for red? What's the (laughs) rouge? (laughs) Rouge? It's not just a direct translation. Honestly, I don't understand why they didn't just do a direct translation of the title. It seems like that would make more sense to me. Because, let me tell you. Let me tell you the title. This is the French title. I am not (laughs) translating it in English. This is the French title of Red, White, Red, Blue. It's my dear effing prince. And it's like, oh. it says, and it's fucking, but like, it has stars uh, over the U, C, and K. So it's well, like, and the my rest dear is English. Effing pr- it's all in French. My dear effing prince. It's in English. What? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's. I mean, I love it, but. What? I mean, I, yeah, I, it, it's in English. The title's in English. That's <laughs> uh, uh, so weird. Why not just have I'm red, so white, and royal blue if it's in English? <laughs> I know. All, all of those words have French translations. <laughs> I know. Weird. Yeah, why even change it if you're just going to keep it in English? Yeah. Maybe they, maybe again, I mean, we've spoken about like marketing stuff before. Maybe they realize like, oh, we need to get a swear word in there. Like French people yeah, will the relate French to swear love. words. <laughs> French do love swearing. So that could be yeah. it. Oh, what's so weird. Yeah. A very odd. <laughs> um, but let me know how you get on with the uh, French reading of that. Um, yeah, I mean, I bought one book in French, and, or actually two. I haven't read it either. <laughs> so I buy them, but whether I'll actually read them <laughs> just... is a whole other thing. <laughs> I buy them, Love they that. look pretty on my shelf, and maybe one day I'll read them. <laughs> maybe it'll get back you back into uh, reading. Oh yeah, reading a French book need. will really yeah. get me back into Yeah, <laughs> you never know. Uh, well, I did. It, I I originally read the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants books in French, so maybe oh, yeah. I should just get the French version of those. Yeah. I also originally f- first started reading <clears throat> the Harry Potter books in French. It wasn't until the like fifth book that I actually started reading them in English. Oh really? Yeah. So there's a lot of like names that were very different in French. Yeah, I can imagine. 
Like Hogwarts is called Poudlard. <laughs> yeah. Poudlard? Poudlard. And Snape is called Rug. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Yeah, I know. There's some weird ones. Uh, Rug. Voldemort is Voldemort. <laughs> no I'm kidding. I mean, obviously. <laughs> it's not a weird one. It was already a French word. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Uh, Anyway, that's it. That's all I've got for this week, I think. Oh, actually. um, I've uh, watched The Suicide Squad. Oh, me too. The Suicide Squad. And then before that, I watched Birds of Prey because I hadn't watched it. Oh, okay. So I figured, well, before I watch The Suicide Squad, I should watch (laughs) Birds of Prey. And, and you've seen I've, Suicide Squad. I've seen Suicide Squad. Yes, okay, okay. Back in 2016. And uh, yeah. let's not talk about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that being said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed both of mo- both of the movies. Mm. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, um, the Birds of Prey is really good. Suicide Squad was really fun. The Suicide Squad is really good. Um, I mean, the fact that uh, we <laughs> like Suicide Squad had like Will Smith as your leading man, which fine whatever uh but the suicide squad has idris alba hello (laughs) (laughs) i do love idris alba oh i love idris alba yeah he's just there's nothing not to like (laughs) and obviously he's also a dj yeah i ignore that though I pretend that's not just a thing. <laughs> uh, I just ignore the things that I don't like, and then I just say they're perfect. And then it's the perfect man. They're the perfect man if I ignore all the things yeah, I don't like. <laughs> um, and obviously, Margot Robbie is like fantastic as Harley Quinn. Always like she's just yep. so entertaining to watch. Like yeah. And the only oh. thing, so I love Margot Robbie. I love Harley Quinn. I feel like because she's the producer of these things, they do kind of shoehorn her in your face a little bit. I don't Not mind. Like complaining. I, I kind of want her to be in my face. Like, <laughs> um, I just think, yeah, it's definitely like, this is Harley Quinn. Look at her. I love her. Uh, which I do, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I a lot of the movie, I was just like, wait, where's Harley Quinn now? And I her. <laughs> so I really did not mind. Uh, I also but I love did the guy the that whole... plays the, sorry, the polka dot guy. The polka dot man? Yeah, it was so polka good. Polka dot man. Yeah. I don't know if that's his name, but it was, it, it's like, it was so absurd, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, like, when I started watching the movie and the credits were playing, uh, like, they say, like, uh, uh, the cast or whatever. And, and then it was, like, with Sylvester Stallone. I was like, ugh, Sylvester Stallone's in this? Lame. <laughs> and then, like, I finished the movie. I was like, wait, wasn't Sylvester Stallone supposed to be in this movie? And uh-huh. then I realized he voiced the shark. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> now this I can handle. It's, it's like, like the perfect role for him. Literally. I think it's, it's so funny because it's like, like I would never really want to watch Sylvester Stallone. Uh-huh. Sorry, not sorry. but And yeah. I feel the exact same way about like Vin Diesel. And like in two different James Gunn movies, they just voice <laughs> yeah. a character who has like very minimal lines. And I love yeah. that. That's like, 
<laughs> that's the perfect roles for them. Um, but yeah, anyway, great. That, that, anyway, that's uh, that. <laughs> um, yeah, I could seriously talk about like movies all day because yeah. I watched a few this week, but uh, we have a lot to talk about. Okay. Val has a lot. I have a lot. I don't think it's that much. It's just the plot is a lot, and I feel like I need to get through it. Yeah. Um. Um. So, with that being said, uh, before we, (laughs) no, it's not something. I'm just a warning. Okay. To uh, if you guys don't want spoilers about this, spoilers. Yeah. Don't listen because we will talk about twit all the twists and stuff like that, and. I rec- if you're interested in reading this book, I highly recommend not hearing about the twist because it will ruin the enjoyment of the book. If you're interested in this book, which you should be, and you haven't read it, pause, go read the book, and then yeah, come back. and then come back. And if you're my mom, it should only take about five hours. So, <laughs> so she's probably reading it now. She'll be done by the time we. She actually is. Recording. Yeah, she's currently no, hundred percent. Okay, thank you, Kat. We stopped uh, mentioning spoilers, so... Uh, it's yeah, it's just like, there. I especially wanted to say for this one, I kind of wanted to say for Silent Patient, but we forgot. Um, yeah. Because both bo- those books, like, I feel like it would not be the same reading it and knowing the twist ahead of time. Like, I would be yeah. so annoyed if I knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's uh, why, like, I haven't read, like, Gone Girl. Because I already know what's happening. So I'm like, what's the point? The whole enjoyment of it is the twist. Yeah, I have it on my bookshelf and I do want to read it. But because I've seen the movie, it's kind of like... Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I get it. I think I'll just... Um, anyway. Well, let's get into the book. <laughs> Before I will keep getting sidetracked. <laughs> So okay. you Here start talking, we'll I'll go in a trance. We're... No, well, I will need you because if I miss anything out, you jump in and you you do your cat oh. thing. Um... I do like to be needed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need you, <laughs> uh... yeah. Okay, we're ready. Go. Let's go. <laughs> okay, the so maidens. this is the maidens. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, the maidens. And... I keep saying the maiden. <laughs> How no, silly of me. Multiple maidens. Um... That's who there is. <laughs> Uh, in the pro, there is a prologue and an epilogue. In the prologue, we're introduced by to our um, protagonist called Mariana, um, and she's basically talking about how she's certain that this man named Edward Fosker has murdered two people. She's determined to prove it, and you're like, boom, straight in. This is a book about murder. If you didn't already know, um, shocking. <laughs> So the book then flashes back to a few days prior. So we have Mariana. She's a widow. She's grieving her poor late husband, Sebastian, who drowned a year before um, on a holiday in Greece. Um, She's a group therapist um, and she's hosting a group therapy session. And we end up meeting one of her clients called Henry. Um, There's a little altercation and we find out he's a little bit obsessed with her. Um, And you kind of get the impression He's a bit creepy. She's a little bit scared of him, but obviously he's her client. Can't really do much about it. Um, so we also get a call from Mariana's niece about her school friend Tara, who's been murdered in Cambridge, which is where Zoe, who is her niece, goes to school. Um, so Mariana decides she needs to go there to comfort her. Um, 
and it's also where she went to university so it's kind of like a personal thing for her as well um so on the way to cambridge we also meet fred who kind of randomly shows up now and again mm. um and decides to be quite friendly to mariana um, a little too says, friendly like, a little too <laughs> friendly and i think she's a little too nice to him back a hundred percent like uh, <laughs> he was like no oh, i would have been literally like such a grief and he basically says like oh he's had a premonition that he's gonna propose to her one day and things like that gross. Just, like just <laughs> like no fuck off horrific um i think it asked her to drinks as well like very forward very weird um it's too much so Mar- too much um Mariana gets to the college, she meets Zoe. Um, we find out that Zoe thinks that a professor at her uni called Professor Fosker, who we just heard his name in the prologue, is the one who killed her friend Tara because apparently they were sleeping together. Um, however, because he has an alibi, um, which is that he was in a study group with his favourite group of female students um, who are all like very privileged, very rich, um, and he calls them his maidens. Just so Why gross. are all the men in this so gross and creepy? Um, <laughs> um, it's basically a reference to Persephone, who is the goddess of death. Um, there's a lot of Greek history stuff, as we know with Alex Michalides. Like he likes to put it in his books. He loves um, the Greek myths. He loves it. Um, so, so do I. That. <laughs> I've read two Rick Riordan series, so I'm pretty well versed. Look at in, you. Look at you. In Greek stuff, obviously. <laughs> Did you know any of the stuff that was going on in this book? I mean, I've heard of Persephone. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, so, not to brag or anything, but I've heard of But I have heard of it. <laughs> yeah. No big deal, but kind of a big deal. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, sorry. Um, he was with his students called the Maidens, and they all kind of testify that he was with them. Um, and he's supposed to be very charming and handsome and dazzling, um, even though he has like a low ponytail or something. Oh my god! I was just um, about to say that. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you can't say he's handsome and then describe him having a low ponytail. Disgusting. It's an oxymoron. Disgusting. Like that doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work. I was I like, just imagine it being like greasy. And... I, yeah, I couldn't imagine him hot after that. I literally like, did not imagine him hot the entire book. Me neither. <laughs> like receding hairline. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just all coming out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> But because he's so handsome and charming and dazzling, uh-huh. uh, sure. and he had an alibi, um, the police yeah, and he had an alibi, and he had an alibi, just as I know, uh, <laughs> the police decide to arrest Tara's boyfriend instead because obviously, it's always usually the with these sorts of things, it's always the boyfriend. So, and he's a drug and- dealer, so. Yeah. He was a drug. Yeah, he so was why 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 look elsewhere if you have a drug dealing boyfriend? You've got it. It's the boyfriend, why do your job? drug dealer, you know. Um why do your job? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um so Mariana and Zoe decide to attend one of Fosca's lectures, um, where he talks about an ancient Greek cult, the cult of Ulysses. Um, inspired by Persephone's mythological journeying um, from death to life and back again. Can you tell I'm reading this? No, no, no. Those are your Um, words. Coming straight for your head. Obviously, that's how Val speaks. (laughs) I know this. I've known her for a while. Trust me. You can, yeah, you can vouch for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's very passionate about it. The, The 
pool is full. People are sitting in the steps of the aisles because they just are so obsessed with him. Um, so obsessed with a guy with a low pony. I know. And I don't get it. Sorry, I don't get Go it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Everyone's obsession with Edward Fosca, uh, but why? I don't get it. Oh, uh, we're not gonna get plus, through this. I love plus it. Plus, I just, I, I, we won't. I just like. <laughs> I, I don't know. I. I would see this guy with a low pony uh, and have a group of only girls intellectual group of only pretty influential girls. Like, yeah, that he he hand picks. picks. No one else is allowed to know what goes on in that group. Who cares about the murders when this is it doesn't matter if there's murdering happening. Happening. This is obviously <laughs> gross. Like, yes. it's obviously something gross going on there. The Regardless of anything else. How the uni no one... didn't put a stop to it already is just yeah. insane. Like, in 2021, y'all not putting a stop to this? No. Disgusting. Something's wrong. Something's up. Something's fishy. <laughs> anyway... Anyway. I just like I, I just imagine seeing that on a campus and and I'm being like how how is this allowed how I, I, I and and I'd see it and I'd, I'd be like something gross is happening I don't know what exactly but something gross is happening I've made that in my mind <laughs> um sorry so no you were it's saying- good. I love it I love it I love it so as Mariana continues to investigate um the body of another student. Um, ends up uh, being found dead um, and it is Veronica who is another one of Fosca's maidens what? Uh, what? Um, one is a, is a crime, two is a coincidence three is a pattern <laughs> I don't actually get three? <laughs> I don't actually think I mentioned it before but Tara was one of the maidens <laughs> I think you did did I? I? okay good or I, I, don't think I, I did, knew it in my head so I don't know if i didn't she was also one of the maidens so two of his maidens dead um and she has a slit throat and she has a pine cone in her hand when she's found dead which was also an element of fosca's lecture so you're a bit like ooh, like he mentioned it in his lecture it's in her hand what 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 oh my god pine cones pine cones crazy um and throughout the book, we also get some diary entries, and these are from an unknown writer, and they're basically describing their abusive childhood on a farm, their dad was very abusive, their mother essentially planned to leave the dad without taking whoever's writing it with them, um, and they describe how a part of them is like a bit psychotic and has this hunger to kill and be violent. Um so who is it? We don't know. We're is it find out. Edward? <gasps> is it? No. I mean, sounds like someone with a low ponytail would write stuff like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if I read that, I was like, oh, he's going to grow up to have a low pony. I just <laughs> know it. A hundred percent. Okay. Back to the murders. Uh, it's also worth noting. Um, Mariana keeps finding postcards with quotations from Euripides about sacrifice um so she found one um in tara's bedroom um and uh i can't remember where she found the one for veronica but she did oh and um, the like um her like uh 
like uh, <laughs> the, the in the theater where she had like her behind yes. the scenes thing. Yes. yes oh my yes, god! Yes. Why am in I the dressing room? Dressing room. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> dressing room. <laughs> um. So yeah. So it's assumed that whoever the killer is is sending like these weird calling cards. Um. And again, you know, ancient Greek history, ancient Greek on the postcards. Edward Fosker, low ponytail. You know, do the math. Do the um, math. I think we know what's going on. <laughs> There's no twist in this book. It was There's Edward, no twist. Okay? <laughs> we just know that low pony man is not to be trusted. So clearly, he's the murderer. Uh, <coughs> uh, Mariana also gets closer to Fred. Why? No one knows. They end up kind of working. <laughs> I feel um, like he kind of gets more charming as you get he to does. know him. But I just can't get over how creepy and weird he was at the beginning. Yes. And I'm like, I I don't care how charming he gets. <laughs> I'm it's, still... Icky. It's unforgivable. It's icky. I would not go out with yeah. anyone who did that to me on a train. It's not yeah. happening. Exactly. It's just not going to happen. So, you know, but yeah. Mariana does it and they end up kind of working on the case together. Um, and also on the way back home from a drink with him one night, she kind of gets followed back to the uni. She has to run back. Um, dun, dun, dun. Someone's chasing her, but you're not really sure who it is. Low um, pony? Low pony? Probably. Is there a low pony? Uh, oh god and speaking of um, Professor Fosca the next day invites her to a walk in the gardens um, and then he invites her to dinner because he's noticing like she's got quite an interest in him because she thinks he's kind of like the murderer Um, (laughs) and after he invites her to dinner he fucking kisses her doesn't he on the lips without asking that was so fucking weird dude (laughs) creep behaviour Absolute creep behavior, low Major pony behavior. behavior. Oh, that's such low pony behavior. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she goes to his quarters for dinner, and they're like psychoanalyzing each other and all sorts. Um, and he ends up talking about his unhappy childhood on a farm. Hold what? up, that Hold sounds like phone. the diary entries. <laughs> um. And Mariana also sees his books like strewn about when he goes to get a drink, and it's like the exact quotation that was on the creepy postcards is underlined. So she's extra suspicious. She's like, "This guy is the killer." She just needs to prove it. So, moving on, Mariana spots Professor Fosca give Morris, who's like the campus caretaker or whatever, an envelope. Oh, oh wait, I meant to Google this thing. He said he was a porter. What's a porter? I'm guessing it's like the campus caretaker. I just realized I, I just in assumed. my in my notes I have three words that I was like, look up before you do this podcast. <laughs> I totally forgot to look. One of them is a porter. One okay. is a folly. And one was a punt. A punt's like a little canoey type boat. Oh, thank you. Yes. I was like, yeah. I can't even remember the context of punt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like a um, uh, a rich university campus. Okay, so thing. basically, okay, porter. You mean? No punt. Oh punt! Oh, you the canoe. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Punt. Gotcha. I'm. It depends on the context. I think, which I punt? assume you haven't written down. Wait, wait. Which ones? I thought punt was the canoe. 
Oh, wait. Is I'm Folly so confused now. No. Punt is the canoe. Okay. Folly, I don't know what that is. And Porter, I don't know what it is. So Por- Porter was the guy, Morris. Yeah, which we assume uh, is like a caretaker-y type thing. Like a filch. Yeah. <laughs> like a filch, exactly. <laughs> that's kind that's of how, how I imagined him imagine, looking. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Porter College. Um, blah, 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 blah. Have members of staff called porters. There is normally a head porter. Okay, yeah. Their precise job roles vary. Okay. <laughs> Their precise jobs r- roles vary from college to college. Okay, great. That's really helpful. Very useful. Literally, they don't say it all. <laughs> great. I don't know what their job is. <laughs> but okay, if so we'll knows. just say they're a Mr. Filch. Yeah, from like Harry a, Potter. a yeah, because um, he also when she was like running back to the uni, he kind of unlocked the gate for her and let her in. Right. So I just assumed. And his name is Morris, and Filch's cat is Norris. Yes. Hello, yes. it all it's all That's coming together. Yeah, it's all connected. <laughs> it's all it's everything's connected, dude. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So Sorry. Low Pony gives Filch a. Uh, an envelope um, <laughs> so Mariana follows Morris um, and she ends up in a graveyard and then she spots him having sex with Serena who's another maiden they're yeah. just going at it in, in the graveyard in the cemetery yeah what what? <laughs> what and also I was like picturing him really like gross looking so Me, I, I thought he was like 60 70 maybe like old I was, gross I was man. like yeah, exactly. And, so and I like, think he's supposed to be. Yeah, that's nasty. Which, um, I guess, knowing what happens later on, it sort of makes sense. In a way. Um, I'm, I think that's ex- one of my notes for later on, so we'll get I'll to it. I'll explain why I think it makes yes, sense later. Yes, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, so they're having sex. Um, and not very long after that, Serena is the next one to be found dead. Um, and Mariana and Zoe also get postcards, um, with the ancient Greek delivered to them. So they assume like, oh, we might be next. next. Um, so Mariana ends up with the police and Fosco and is explaining why she thinks he did it. And she ends up mentioning the money and Morris. So the police are like, well, great. We want to do everything we can not to arrest this guy with the low ponytail. So yeah, because we love the low pony so much. <laughs> like, it's so hot, we can't possibly think he's yeah. a suspect. So anyone but low pony is okay. We will arrest <laughs> anyone who is not low pony. <laughs> um, so they arrest Morris uh, yeah. as a scapegoat. Um, so oh, these and then, policemen are useless. <laughs> very, like, honestly so useless. Yeah. Um... A bit before, um, I think I missed it out, it's worth noting that um, Mariana did a group therapy session with Fosca and the Maidens um, and ended up finding out that Zoe was actually one of them too. Um, right. So back to the present, she kind of ends up confronting her and Zoe admits that she only went to uh, an initiation thing. Um, but apparently it was really weird and like naked dancing and Professor Fosca touched her weird, like inappropriately and started trying to kiss her. Um, so she just ran away. Um, so with that and like the new postcards, they kind of decide they need to get out of Cambridge, um, which makes sense at this point. Um, uh, I, oh, I also want to point out there's another occasion where Mariana goes to see Fred 
the day after the weird Fosca dinner. Um, and he basically says he wants to be with her and he goes on about his premonition again um, and also says he didn't have a very good childhood. So with right, that, so you're like, kind of like oh, another huh. guy with bad childhood. Huh. Maybe it's him. Interesting. <laughs> but maybe it's Laponi. Or maybe it's Henry. He also had a bad childhood. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? Literally um, every guy in this story has had a bad childhood. <laughs> um, okay, so Zoe insists that before they leave, she remembers from that initiation party, she remembers where Fosca stashed this knife that was used in the ceremony, the initiation ceremony, to, like, fake slashing throats. Um, and that sh- they should go find it because, like, surely it's the same one he's been using for the murders. So Mariana kind of agrees, and while they're getting ready um, in Zoe's room, Mariana finds a letter, which turns out to be what the diary entries were through the rest of the book. And it's written to Zoe and explains that um, he wrote it so Zoe can understand him more and his yeah. childhood and who he was and professes his love for her. Um, so Mariana assumes it's Fosca and that Zoe might have something to do with it. What, what? Yeah. So. She's like, oh my God, Low Pony is in love with my <laughs> Also, Zoe's described as being like stunningly beautiful. So she can do better than a Low Pony. Literally. um but anyway she keeps it to herself and zoe and her go to find the knife um and then mariana kind of confronts her about the letter and it's revealed that sebastian (gasps) mariana's husband who died drowning was actually the author of the letter and that him and zoe were madly in love oh my god i'm sorry this twist got me yeah, it got me good. Uh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I yeah, Never, I, I didn't even, I not in the realm of possibilities. Like no. I had no freaking no. clue. To be honest, I from very early on, I had suspicions about Zoe. To be oh, honest, oh okay, but Sebastian, no, yeah. No. Right? It shook me to the core. That's Zoe, insane. I wasn't surprised, but Sebastian, I was very surprised. I mean, I was, yeah, like, I didn't really <clears throat> suspect Zoe, per se, but, like, finding out she, but I didn't, like, something was off with her, obviously. Uh-huh. But, yeah. like, because she was holding things back with the society and everything, but yeah. I did not expect that much of her no. being, like... I didn't expect her to have been doing all the killings. No. On Um, behest of Sebastian. (laughs) It's crazy. So, okay. So apparently Sebastian married Mariana for her father's money. Yeah. And was actually planning out a whole plan to murder her. Mm -hmm. And was in love with Zoe. And they had kind of like a plan together. And then Mariana kind of convinced him to take a holiday away to Greece. He ended up going swimming in a storm and drowned. And now Zoe is, like, going on to finish the job that he wanted to do. Yeah, kind um, of as, sort of, like, revenge as well yeah. as, like, what Sebastian wanted, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and obviously she was devastated when, when when he died, chose to continue his plan. So all of this was, like, a ruse to get Marianne involved, frame Fosca, and then kill Marianna as, like, the final victim and, like, yeah. blame it on Lopo. And, like... Yeah, Low Pony would be the scapegoat, basically, because, yes. I mean, he's an easy scapegoat because he has a really creepy group of yeah. 
female literally students that he cultivates so yeah it's not really or stretched it should be perfect but the police yeah, didn't but the ever police, bother to the police are in love with low ponies so it's really hard <laughs> to get him arrested um but yeah obviously this all comes out a fight ensues mariana is able to kind of like overpower zoe and then fred shows up um yeah and helps but he gets stabbed and then <clears throat> sorry Zoe gets arrested. Where does she get taken to? The grove. She gets so so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just mentioned it earlier. Yeah, it oh wasn't my that god, pr- crucial to the plot. But what? basically, in the middle of her investigation, okay, it got me so excited. Mariana decides Girl. she needs some help from her therapist and mentor, um, and she goes back to London halfway through the investigation to see Ruth. And I was like, wait a minute, hold up, Ruth same familiar. I was like, wasn't Theo's therapist. Yeah, she met. She mentions even earlier. She's like my therapist, Ruth, or whatever. Before she yeah. actually goes to see her, and I was like, "Wasn't that Theo's therapist's uh-huh. name?" And and then I just kind of didn't think about it until she actually goes to visit her, and I'm like, "Hold yeah. up!" And then they're I like, know. "My other patient, Theo," and I'm like, "Hold oh, up!" It's so cool. Um, so cool. So yeah, Ruth gives her like advice, and then she's like, "You should go talk to Theo. He'll help you out." And then <laughs> yeah, Mary Theo, goes he's to see such a well-adjusted therapist. <laughs> Very well adjusted. <laughs> um, but it was so cool. Like, such a cool little oh, I loved thing that. to add. I loved, loved it so much. I'm um, so happy we ended up reading and doing the podcast for the silent patient first now. First. Yeah. It's yeah. such a good idea because we would have been so confused. <laughs> well, like, we were just like, okay, random character, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you, um, you had read it before anyway, so you would have known but wouldn't have been able to tell me. If we had done the oh meetings. Oh, God, yeah, first. that would have been worse. I don't think right? I would exactly. tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, very cool. And then also in that instance, like, um, Theo kind of mentions he kind of wants to move on from um, Broadmoor and look for a new job. And then Marin is like, oh, you should go to the Grove. They'll be hiring. So uh, basically, <laughs> Marianna's fault that everything went down yeah, in the exactly. silent patient. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then in the epilogue, um, Zoe obviously ends up institutionalized in the Grove. And um, we should Foster... mention that um, just like that Sebastian clearly, he clearly groomed Zoe at a hundred percent. Yeah. She like, was 15. She was 15 when they first had sex. We don't know what happened yeah. even before that. True. Uh, True. So yeah, she was clearly groomed. She was clearly also a victim, even though she yeah. was the murderer and stuff like that. But yeah, just thought I mentioned that. No, yeah, 100% and super valid. And um, Theo even says it as well. Like, So she gets up institutionalized and Mariana kind of doesn't want to go see her. But then Theo Which calls her is up also and he's fair. Like, yeah, yeah. I the mean, fact it's all that fair, Marianne but... wants, Mariana wants nothing to do with her, like, that's yeah. fair. She just did try to kill a... her. Exactly. Just because <laughs> she is technically a victim doesn't mean Mariana really owes her anything. No, but but yeah, Theo does is kind of like, you know, she's Insistent, a victim dude, don't yeah. forget. Like, um so um Fosca also yeah. gets fired because it turns out that he was actually sleeping with every no single maiden. <laughs> way. Oh, we surprised. Shocked. I'm so shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked that um, that group ended up being super fucking creepy. <laughs> I know. Um, but basically Morris was blackmailing him over it, which is what the money situation yeah. thing was. And I think um, what I think how is happening with the Serena thing is I think uh, Morris was like 
give me one of your girls. Well, see, that's what I was kind of thinking. But I really, really, really hope that's not the case. I think it is. Because I think... Horrific. Edward was probably like, hey, Serena, can you just like sleep with him for, for as a oh. favor to me because you love me, you know? I, be- I bet that's what happened, yeah. It's disgusting. Horrible, horrible. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah so I was kind basically of he, was like, it and... he was pimping out his maidens Ugh. so he wouldn't get caught. Yeah, isn't that fucking gross? I mean, I don't know if gross. that's what happened, but that's what I imagine happened. I mean, I was kind of hoping that she was just into gross uh, I mean not guys. hoping but like yeah <laughs> hopefully she's into this gross older guy so it's not what I think it actually is I mean, that, that maybe. he's pipping her out but maybe that's what it was ugh yeah um, but anyway the book ends with uh, Mariana finally going to talk to Zoe we don't know what she says but she walks into the room and there we go yeah done pretty wild wild pretty wild wild, wild. I <laughs> I mean, I highly enjoyed the book. It was me too. Very good, and um, I, I, I mean, we've just said it, but I loved the little uh, tidbits, the the little like Easter eggs about the silent patient, and yeah. like, like having it all in the same universe or whatever. Um, loved, loved that. It's just so fun. It's so fun to read that, you know, when you're, yeah. you feel like part of the club, even though a hundred percent have read the silent patient, but anyway, you still feel yeah, part yeah. of the club. <laughs> and, so I kind uh, of liken it to, so I always talk about this with, um, Adam, but basically like, did you ever watch, um, oh my God, what's he called? <laughs> oh, this is awkward. Oh no. <laughs> Wait, my point doesn't work unless I remember the name of the movie. <laughs> Can you tell me something about the movie? Um, so you know Split. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can What's the other about... movie that came out before? Uh, glass? Something Glass? No, glass? that's the latest one. The oh. One with, um, <laughs> oh, Unbreakable. Bruce Willis. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Thank you. I yeah. knew it was a you. Um, I haven't watched Unbreakable. Yeah. So when I finished Split... And there's that scene with Bruce Willis. I was like, I feel like I should be knowing what this is, but I have no clue. Yeah, because like I, I also hadn't seen Unbreakable, yeah. um, but I also hadn't seen Split. But I had known that Split was like so- someone had told me or something. Oh, and okay. it's so annoying because th- it's those moments where like anyone who had seen Unbreakable oh, and was yeah. a fan and then watched Split, like the feeling you get from that 100%. is just like so cool. It's such a cool feeling. A hundred percent. Because when I watched it, Split, I was watching that moment and I'm like, I know I'm missing something crucial right now. Yeah. Like you can yeah. tell it's like that moment that like something's happening that's really cool yeah. but i am just completely not in the know so i feel super the left best. out <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah so so getting to experience that in this book was like yeah exactly so cool. exactly <laughs> um that was funny you uh completely forgetting the name of the movie yeah it's a bit awkward <laughs> bit, a bit awkward i was like undying undoing what is it um uh, yeah, but, yeah. So obviously, Ruth and Theo like really cool to have them in the book. It was um, so it was so fun, and also having it was kind of like almost it, it like when they when he meets when Mariana meets Ruth. No, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> when Mariana meets Theo, uh, it's like right in between of the silent patient, right? So it's kind of an interesting point in time for the silent patient to also be in the maidens which i thought was cool 
Like, it's not right at, it's not after the book, it's not before the book, you know? Yes. Sorry, because it did take me a while to understand what you were saying, but yes. I said it so clearly. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you, you did. Sorry, it was me. It's not me. Oh, thanks. No, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, not me. <laughs> um... um. But yeah, uh, just kind of because you already know like what he's done and exactly. all of that scene. Yeah. And what he That's will be cool. doing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I was about like halfway through the book and I was like, I don't know if I'm enjoying this as much as The Silent Patient, but that fucking twist really like, oh, bitch. And it was well, like the Theo thing happened and then the twist happened and I was I like, know. wait, no, I actually am fucking adoring this book. This is great. Yeah. I think, I think my expectations got a little like, like after the silent patient, I was like, I, I think I was already like, there's no way this will live up to the silent patient. So, yeah. so I was kind of like ready to be like, I don't know. But I think, I mean, I think they're pretty much both on the same level, I think maybe the silent patient is like slightly higher, but that's because it only because I read it first, and so my expectations were, you know, I already know yeah. his books are good, yeah. So it wasn't as much of like whoa, you know. But I, st- I I'm, I, it's very impressive to have a second book after such a successful first book to have a second just as good book. I feel like that's very impressive. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, I mean, the twist alone and the Easter egg, but that, like, I physically react. Like, it wasn't just eyebrows raised. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Physically reacted. (laughs) Literally because I was reading it because it's like at the end of a chapter and I was like reading it and my eyes like glanced over and I just saw the name Sebastian and I'm like, (laughs) up and I'm like I have to read this paragraph properly what and I'm like uh, 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 and then I was like whole yeah it was like it was quite the twist it was quite the twist it was quite the twist it's it's not one that you I mean if anyone guessed that twist beforehand like good on you congratulations because she was because the author's like yeah um here's Fred could be him yeah Henry could be him (laughs) Edward, he has a low pony, could be him. (laughs) Nope, none of them. Absolutely none of them. But it's still, like, it's not, like, it's completely unpredictable, but it's not, it doesn't feel completely out of left wing, like, where, to to the point where it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's, like, ridiculous and unbelievable. Yeah. Like sometimes There's something about it that still makes sense. Exactly, because sometimes, yeah, you can have a, a plot twist that's completely unpredictable, but because it makes no sense. But this yeah. one still felt like it made sense. Yeah. Because um, she was clearly so... Uh, I mean, it's clear that uh, she kind of was a little obsessed with her husband, Sebastian, and, like, yeah. was... Uh, and I feel like she would have kind of glossed over any faults he might have had yeah because she finally had like someone well like she talks she had basically she has a lot of daddy issues in the books i'll just say oh 100 <laughs> so yeah, yeah. so it, it, you could you could see sebastian be able to take advantage of that yeah definitely and i mean 
Mariana as a character, like, God, I feel so bad for her because, like, death has followed her her whole life. Like, parents dead, you know, like, all these accidents, husband died, and then, like, Zoe's the only person she's got left. And it's it's kind of a thing that she feels like Persephone is, like, got a thing against her, the goddess of death, because, like, literally so all of her people that she loved apart from Zoe has died. Yeah. Um, And then you find out your fucking husband was sleeping with your niece. Like, yeah. The one person you had left. I can't. And they also mentioned that Sebastian is the one who killed her father. God, yes. Right? I just remembered that just now. Yes. So it's like, holy shit, that girl, that poor fucking girl. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Absolutely wild. Um, I was... Let, let me just look at my notes. I think... Um, okay. So, you know the character Elsie, who was the, like, house... Uh, oh, God, she was so annoying. Yes. Yeah, she was horrible. And... Uh, which I'm... Um, is a little unfortunate, because I thought at first she might be great. Per, per, purely, because when we first introduce her, uh, Marianne wants to talk to her. And she's like, nah, I don't want to... I'm not going to speak to you. And then Marianne is like... I'll give you cake. And she's like, hell yeah, I'll talk to you. And I was like, what a queen. Yes, but then she turns out to be super like, no. But but I was just like, that moment, I was just like, she got she gets her priorities right. Yeah. And me and her have the same priorities when it comes to cake. But but yeah, sadly she turned out to be very annoying. Yeah. Yeah, Um, she yeah, and a creep. (laughs) Another creep. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think uh, this author is has become like a must read. Like any book he puts out, I'm gonna want to read mm-hmm. now. Like, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what else he puts out. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm also just checking my notes. Um, because there is a moment where, so obviously Fred talks about his um kind of shitty childhood, but he did mention at some point, like when they're talking, he goes, "My mum left me," so I thought. Interesting. Yeah. And then in the letter, um, I don't know if you picked up on it, but in the final letter to Zoe, the one that Mariana found, um, Sebast- it's Sebastian, but he mentioned something about premonition. Um, oh. And obviously Fred kept talking about premonitions yeah. throughout the thing. So I was like, oh, is it Fred? I think um, I missed that. Yeah. Um, which was, like, he puts these really cool, like, red red herrings. Like, sometimes red yes. herrings can be really annoying, but yeah. all of the ones in this book were kind of, like, really smart. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, sometimes you can tell someone's putting a red herring just to confuse you, and it's just, like, and it doesn't go anywhere, and yeah. it just feels completely out of place, but the way he, this author does that, it feels... Uh, organic and just yeah. like the right amount of confusing <laughs> yeah definitely um uh i mean my other notes were just obviously ruth and theo i knew zuri was sketchy um guess you're better then, than me yeah i mean we know this um <laughs> and then i put i put was serena seriously just fucking old man morris because she wanted to <laughs> Um, yeah i mean yeah i'm just again 
he had a low pony. I don't know why he still had a job. (laughs) (laughs) It just makes Uh, no sense. Not only did he have a job, but he had his entire, you know, lecture theater filled to the brim because I know because he's so dazzling he's so charming so charming and dazzling Um, (laughs) but it's also interesting to know all the men in this book are kind of creeps oh yeah Uh, there was also the other the other psychiatrist uh, or was it the lawyer Uh, who was he Um, Julian yeah he was creepy too he was, he was like, creep. he was, an, he was, yeah, he was another, like, therapist that was helping the police. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, he was gross, too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Yeah, they they all used to get, like, pissed off when um, uh, Mariana would, like, kind of not want to go out with him. Um, yeah. Like, just incel behavior, really. Literally. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, the, um, the most, like... <laughs> somewhat like charming guy was fred and he is very not charming a lot of the time (laughs) so exactly he like wears you down a little bit but yeah (laughs) that's not a good thing that's not charming it's not good (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know that's what i like in my books i like uh slander on men you know mm, so that's what i liked Especially when it's written by a man. I quite yeah. like that as well. It's very um, self-aware. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but overall, really, really oh, really good. good. Yeah. yeah. Great so book. I think it's a... Great it's twist. Like, like a 4.5 out of, yeah. out of stars. 4.5 out, out of stars. stars. <laughs> you're, you're out of stars. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I would. I'm kind of like rethinking the silent patient as well. I don't know. Like they're both so good. Mm-hmm. I feel like my critique on the silent patient that gave it a four. I just don't feel it like it was enough. Like maybe they should both be fours or both be fives. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm like I don't know what I, to do. Four point five, but I'm rounding it to five on Goodreads. Yeah. However, I've started using a, a different app to track my books called Storygraph. And this oh. one gives you the option to doing 0. 0.5 or 0. 0.75 or 0. 0.25, Ooh. which I like. So I can get a little more precise, which in that case, I'll probably do 4.75 for Silent Patient yeah. and maybe 4.5 for The Maidens. Nice. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to get used to Storygraph because right now I'm just so used to Goodreads that like... I hate change, you know? Uh, (laughs) But I want to try, because A, Storygraph has better stats on the books you read, which I like. Oh, interesting. Okay. B, it's not owned by Amazon, which is always a plus. Yeah, that is helpful as well. So, like, if I could, like, get rid of, eventually get rid of, phase out Goodreads out of my life, because I do not like Jeff Bezos. But um, I would like to do that. But right now I'm still like, I'm just so used to Goodreads. So I'm currently trying to use both until I'm used to Storygraph. Fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you move over, I'm going to have to move over. So uh, let me know when that happens. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll jump ship for you. (laughs) 
Thanks. Uh, <laughs> love um, that. Also, you know how we have like a Goodreads group? Yeah. I genuinely have no idea what you do on those. I can't do anything on I my can't phone. do it. Same. Okay, so I think you can only use it on an actual computer, right? But because that's I, annoying because I'm not going to open up my computer every time I want to use it. Same, because I was looking, I was clicking on our group and I'm like, there's no options to do anything. So no. I'm like, what's the point of a group? I'm literally so confused. So I'm assuming you can only do it on your computer, which like you said... I'm not fucking opening up my computer. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> uh, no, it is annoying because so, another another reason to get rid of Goodreads because it's dumb. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> um, that's fair. Oh, I mean, I'll just yeah, I'll yeah. trust you. It's just unfortunate because I've just recently convinced my sister and my mom to join Goodreads. <laughs> And now I'm like, psych guys, we're going on to another app. <laughs> you can do it. You'll wear them down. Uh, yeah, that's, that's how I deal with people. I wear them down. <laughs> I'm basically Fred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Which makes but me question like, everything. No, you're a bit more likable than Fred. Like what? A bit more likable than Fred. Oh, okay. Gotcha. What did she think? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I thought you, I saw you said like you're you're more like Waldo than Fred or something like that. <laughs> I mean, and I was that's like, also true. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, or, or like walnut? I don't know. <laughs> more like a walnut. And my brain um, like short circuited. I was like, huh? <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, walnuts are all wrinkly and I don't like them, so it makes sense. Ouch! Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. My heart. <laughs> that was mean. I'm sorry. It was just the opportunity was there. There was no one else to. You could have, like, done the opposite. You could be like, it's over. wrinkly and I hate them, so obviously it could be you. You could have right. said that. Right. You could have said that. that. <laughs> Definitely should have gone down that road. Oh, I apologize. I was like, I was like, <laughs> when you said that, and my heart like broke. I was like, what is this reminding me of? It's reminding me of the Simpsons. Um, yeah. You know the meme I'm talking about the, the kids. Yeah, like you were, can like, see Lisa the exact Simpson. moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's a meme I'm seeing in my head. <laughs> like oh. that's the one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You yeah. know you're not wrinkly, and you know I love you very much. So. Alright, I, I know there one of go. them is true. <laughs> but I'm getting <laughs> old. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> uh, speaking of, I saw old uh, the other day. Oh yeah, any good? Um, yeah, it was okay. It was definitely very surreal and very weird. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Um, yeah, I, that's, I feel I mean, like it's... with every M. Night Shyamalan movie, um, my thought is, I'm kind of curious. Yeah, and you're either going to come out and it's going to be the best thing you've ever seen or the weirdest thing you've ever seen. So, or the worst thing you've ever seen if it was the or last the worst airbender. Thing. This is true. And you just, you know, you take it. You you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, I found out via Buzzqueed that... Buzzqueed? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, Buzzfeed. 
uh, that I you are getting old. I, yeah, literally <laughs> senile now. Um, I've discovered that I've watched five M Night Shyamalan movies. How many are there? Fourteen. Wow. Yeah. That many? Apparently. Oh well, now I kind of am curious. Can you guess the five that I've I've, I've watched? Um. I, I will try. Uh, you did you watch The movie. Last Airbender? Because you just said it. Yes, I did. And it was horrible. Okay. <laughs> uh, what, what a regret that was. <laughs> do you want to uh, know why I watched to... it? Yes, I do actually. Okay, and it's because? Oh, uh, wait, do I have to guess why? Yeah, do you know why? Oh, was it because um, of a an actor being in it? Yeah. Who was in it? Was Dev Patel in it? He he was. Uh, at that point in my life, I was not enlightened. <gasps> I know it is. Yeah. <laughs> is it uh, Twilight Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> it's Jackson? It was Jackson Rathbone, yeah. Oh, I, I did. I had a thing for Jasper from Twilight. <laughs> what can I say? I was Team Jasper, except that now I'm no longer because he was in the Confederate <laughs> Army. Oh God, so yeah. So oh my God, and I, 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 I'm getting into so many tangents right now, but um, I keep getting, I keep getting recommended on t- TikTok these TikToks about the Twilight books and about all the like background information Stephanie Myers has given the characters and stuff like that, and right. she's. She's literally like J.K. Rowling in terms of giving you inf- so much unnecessary information that is, like, making the books worse. Okay. <laughs> and I, I just, like, I can't think of anything spe- well, specifically off the... T- oh, well, <laughs> there's just, like, she has so much side information about every character. And, like, well, one thing, Jacob is not a werewolf. He's a shapeshifter, which is apparently a different thing. So like, yeah. <laughs> so like, this entire book, they weren't werewolves, which is like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, this whole time they were shapeshifters who turned into wolves, but they were not werewolves. That's something else in the books. That's just but never they can mentioned. Turn into other things apart from no. werewolves, but they never nope. do. Just wolves. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so. It's just so unnecessary. And then, Weird. like, there's a whole backstory about a girl that goes to their school about her, like, cutting her hair off and giving it to s- some scam or something, which I was just like, why? Why is all, th- why is any of this information available? Who fucking cares? <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's very bizarre. And I, I just, and now I keep watching the TikToks because I'm, like, fascinated and I keep getting... So I have so much background information about the Twilight books, which I have never read. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, we need to somehow turn that into some kind of thing. Or like a game or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there must be something we could do with this information. Uh, point is, uh, have you figured out the five uh, <laughs> nice genre movies I watched? Okay. So, The Last Airbender. Yeah. The Sixth Sense. Yeah. The Happening. Yeah. The Visit? No, I haven't watched The Visit. Okay, Split. Yeah. 
And then one more. Signs? No, I actually never seen Signs, weirdly enough. Yeah. I was really scared After to F? watch it when it came out. And no. The Village. Yes. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I have seen one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. T- I've seen ten out of fourteen. Holy shit, that's impressive. Uh huh. Yeah. Someone's like obsessed with M Night Shyamalan. Oh my god, M Night Shyamalan stan over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I haven't seen the last Airbender. <laughs> so for the best, <laughs> lucky you. <laughs> yeah. And I only saw signs like this year oh was it good um it is good um it's the thing is it's mel gibson so <laughs> yeah I'm like, eh. i know so many of these old movies you're like yeah i know well. it's so hard to go back to them because terrible actors not in the sense that they can't act but just terrible they're terrible people, people yeah <laughs> yeah it's like oh we should do a uh, marathon of the crosby show <laughs> Uh, we've deviated very far from the maidens. There, yeah, well, we I thought we were done. But we were done. Else we need to go over. Okay, we just don't usually have a random conversation after the book conversation. No, but I think yeah. I mean, it didn't take as long as I thought it was going to do. Yeah. So, um, I feel like I but... just didn't have many in depth thoughts on it. I just like enjoyed the ride. I just loved it. Yeah. 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 Um, are you ready? I'm ready for it. Are you ready? Are you ready for the game? Oh, is yes, that the new theme song? Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this a song or, or, or is this our song? <laughs> That's this week's theme song. Got it. it. Got it, got it, got it. Um, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. For the book game um, thing. I'm going to leave out a bit more than just the name because I think there's something in here that's going to give it away too much. Wow. Um, She's trying to sabotage me, guys. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Raised by different... Different father... Sorry. I'm going to start again. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Raised by a distant father and an understanding but overprotective mother, Blank suffers disorienting blackouts. Moments of disconnection between self and surroundings. As adolescence gives way to adulthood. Wow, I'm really struggling to read. I don't know what's going on. Um, Blank finds solace in friendships with blank. Um, But but blank's... (laughs) Sorry, I can't. Um, I'm really struggling. Okay, but blank's closest bond is with blank. A worldly, high-spirited cousin whose teasing confidence masks a guarded, private life. As their relationship deepens and Blank struggles to understand Blank's escalating crisis, the mystery gives way to a heart-stopping act of violence in a moment of exhilarating freedom. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Cousin. Is it Mexican Gothic? No. Okay. There was a cousin in that one. <laughs> <laughs> I literally forgot everything else. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, okay. it, I didn't help with, with the fact that I couldn't fucking read it for some reason. Okay, so this main character has a mom and a dad. The dad's distant, the mom's overbearing. Yes. And they suffer blackouts. Blackouts. Disconnecting moments. Um, and he makes friends with a bunch oh, of... Oh, it's a he, okay. Well, yeah. Yes. I think... Uh, it doesn't ever actually say he, I don't think, but um, uh, the, they find solace in friendships with warm, boisterous, a warm, boisterous group of people. And something about a cousin. Uh. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Uh, hmm. It's interesting, interesting. I definitely uh, think it. Are you stalling so you can look at your bookshelf? No! <laughs> That's not at all what I'm doing! <laughs> Um, I can I can include the okay, please include something. the bit I blanked out, but you yeah. only get half points. Fine, whatever. Unless you don't get it, um, <laughs> and so. then you get no points. <laughs> <laughs> Raised by a distant father and an understanding but overprotective mother, Blank suffers disoriented blackouts, moments of disconnection between his and surroundings. As adolescence gives way to adulthood. Blank finds solace in friendships with the warm, boisterous daughters of the Niger wives, foreign-born me- women married to Nigerian men. Oh. And then there's a cousin. It's like um, the life of Vivek something. Something? I mean, almost. You get yeah, I'm no- that's all I'm getting. I don't know the rest. Okay. It's the death of Vivek. The death. <laughs> I was going to say the life and death. <laughs> To be fair. <laughs> just to cover all bases. <laughs> and then I was like, I'll just stick with life. I should have gone with the other one. <laughs> you gave it four stars. You really liked it. I did really enjoy it. I just forgot. I and I don't have it on my bookshelf, so <laughs> I got it from the um, library, so I didn't I didn't have the visual reminder. <laughs> do you think you could do the Oh sorry, hiccuped. Do you think you could do the author? God no. Yeah. Wait, is so. it? Um, a wacky something? Kind of. A quiet amazing. I think I have another of their book. I do, I have one other of their books. Oh. <laughs> so, what's that's, it called? It's called Pet. Pep. Pet. Oh, Pet. Like P E T. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I mean, I guess that's a zero. Yeah, no, that's fair. That is a zero. <laughs> I got Vivek, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. And you had to tell me a lot of information. <laughs> no points for you. You're still over 50%. So. You still sounded a little too happy about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why this is a competition. I don't know what. Yeah, it's like it's not. Like... <laughs> we'll have to find an equivalent game for you. Good luck. It's gonna have to be like movies instead of yeah books because. But this is not a movie podcast. This is a book podcast. Is it not? Oh shit! That, oh, that explains <laughs> why we've been talking about books. 
And also movies, to be fair. <laughs> True, a lot We just true. talked about M. Night Shyamalan for like 15 minutes. Yeah, and then and Suicide Squad, so. Yeah. <laughs> the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Uh, the. The. I also really um, liked the Ratcatcher 2 character. She was great. Um. Yeah, she was. I enjoyed yeah, it. She was cool, yeah. I enjoyed her. Um. I also really like um, John Cena as a Peacemaker. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but you know, mild spoiler alert, but he kind of, you know, pissed me off. <laughs> if you know what well, I mean. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I liked him fair. until then. <laughs> and now I have um, a grudge. I, I just love him. how ridiculous the. It's so ridiculous, is. exactly. It's so ridiculous. Um, I also like when they're just like at the beginning, they're like, uh, yeah, we have a team prepared. Everyone was a special set of skills. And then they yeah. introduced John Cena, who has exactly the same skills as Idris Elba. Yeah. <laughs> so really good. And the same, like, storyline as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> really funny. Uh, um, I mean, I guess we're done. That's it. Yeah. We made it through. Yeah. Congratulations, you guys. have listened to... Third... Episodes? Is it? It's thirteen. Damn. <gasps> Lucky number thirteen. Taylor Swift's yep. number, which is clearly a good number if Taylor likes it. <laughs> Lord and Savior Taylor Swift likes it. So. Uh huh. Um. Also, this episode isn't going to be out for a long time. Oh we're yeah, talking we're talking about all the things that are relevant. Like Literally, right now, <laughs> it's August seventeenth. This is going out. September fourth or fifth? Third, or I think. One of those I think days. It's the third. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> the only date I didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth, fifth, sixth. <laughs> the third. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be um, a few weeks. Yeah. Which is fine. But not for you. You're listening to it right now. You're listening uh, right now. You're listening to it in the future. Yeah. But for you it's the present. But for us, Tell it's us the future. What happens in the future? Yeah. <laughs> Whoever is listening to this and has a time machine, come back. Come and back. Tell us okay, what... we're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. Yeah, I guess no one who's listened to the podcast has no. a time machine. Yeah. Shame. Uh, <laughs> really disappointing for us, I'll say. Um, clearly, we're getting to the. We really need to end shape. this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Delirious stage. Yeah. Of the okay. Um, Cat. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I have to say my next pick. <laughs> oh. Well, you're supposed to say I love you too first. Oh wait, what did you say? say? I love you. I oh. say Cat, I love you. Hmm. That's nice. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> That's my revenge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a walnut. I took it back. <laughs> oh. Okay. I love you. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> um. Right, so in two weeks, we're back with my pick, and we're going to read Scythe by Neil Schusterman, which is a YA dystopian novel, which, and it's like the first in a trilogy, so I think it just should make for an interesting conversation about whether it's worth continuing, or... (laughs) if it's any good 
we'll see. We'll see. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I know, something a little different, too. We haven't done yeah. YA, YA in a Definitely. while. We've done mystery. We've done murder. We've done romance. Uh, but no YA. We've done one YA. We did history is all you left me, which was technically oh, YA. Oh, does that count? I don't even yeah. know what counts. So. It was YA, but it's like YA contemporary, whereas this is more like fantasy right. dystopian, which is fair. Different, as it turns out. Cool. All right. Uh, Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.